There are opportunities for our work and careers everywhere, if you know where to look. That's easier said than done, especially in our fast-paced and constantly changing world. Marianne Fairmouth is talking to experts, employers, and job seekers to bring you insight and understanding about what's possible. This is Career Can Do, where we're navigating the new work world. Welcome to the Career Can Do podcast, a show dedicated to helping you navigate the new work world. My name is Marianne Fairmouth, author of two award-winning books, as well as a career coach and recruiter. And today, I have the distinct honor and pleasure to visit with an expert that I hold in very high esteem. Vijay Patisupu is an employment attorney and a person with a real hand on the pulse of the employment world. He has represented employers and employees successfully for over 10 years. And today, he's going to share some very interesting points for us to consider in our employment arena. So without further ado, pull up a chair and a cup of coffee and join us for our podcast. Vijay, introduce yourself. We're so happy to have you here today. Morning, Marianne. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm honored. I'm Vijay Patisipu, and I am an employment lawyer here in Houston. And happy to be here on the podcast. I work with the Gomez Law Firm and I advise employers and employees on a variety of matters as they try to navigate some of the new challenges that we're facing today. Well, great. Well, you know, Vijay, we're thrilled to have you here today. And thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're swamped these days, but there's so many things going on at this time in the world of work that we really need a lot of time on the all day to, to discuss them. But let's just focus on a few areas that I'm hearing from employers and candidates that might be front and center right now in the new work world. A big one, Vijay, that I'm hearing a lot about from both sides of the fence is about accountability. Give us your expertise in this area. You know, many folks are still working from home or in a hybrid situation. And what might be the changes in expectations or some good advice for our listeners to ponder going forward? Well, accountability is key. It has always been key, and it's becoming even more critical and somewhat more complicated now. Accountability, transparency, and communication in the new uh, way we are doing things. A lot of people are working from home. Some people are coming back to the office or coming back to the warehouse. Some people are doing hybrid arrangements. It's getting a little bit more complicated. Sometimes people are working at home and they'll take some time out of the day to do laundry or do dishes. And that's fine as long as the work gets done. It's all about making sure that the workflow is continuing. And also on the other side that uh, you're not getting an assignment at eight o'clock at night when you would otherwise be at home in the way things used to be. Basically, things are a little bit more fluid now, and it seems like employers and employees, when they get into disputes, by the time they come to me, a lawyer, the patient's already in the operating table. Things have gone so far south that it's nice when I can talk to someone like you, Marianne, and some of the people who listen to this podcast about some of the preventative medicine, one of the things you can do to keep a healthy employer-employee relationship keep things going smoothly as things have gotten more complicated these days. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, what I recommend when I, when I place somebody 
uh, during these times is to sit down with that supervisor, Vijay, and, and really, you know, have open communication. You know, if you've got a situation because you're at home now that you have to take care of every week, an hour a week, talk to your supervisor about that. Explain to them, you know, I do want you to know that I have these daily, weekly, monthly objectives. I will meet them. But I want you to know that at this particular time, if you really need me, I'm going to be a little unavailable. So if I don't call you right back, please understand. Don't you think, Vijay, suggesting some methods like that can prevent you know, people from having to eventually come to you? I mean, being real upfront and transparent on the front end is a good thing to do these days? Oh, that's absolutely important. It's critical. And in fact, I think this is probably a very common situation these days. I mean, it's hard to hire a babysitter in this current pandemic. It's uh, a lot of people are juggling a lot more responsibilities at home in ways that they didn't have to do two years ago. So life is complicated. Scheduling is complicated. And so, yes, I absolutely recommend having some of these discussions candidly and upfront uh, both for employers and employees about what's being expected. Good fences make good neighbors. And in addition to that, not just talking about it, but actually writing it down because the way things used to be a little bit more was you could do what uh, Tom Peters used to call you know, MBWA, management by walking around, where you just stop by somebody's desk, you know, have a conversation for a few seconds, and then that's done. It doesn't happen as much anymore. It's got to be an email. It's got to be a message. It's got to be a phone call. Better to have it in writing than not. And I think that employers and employees should try to get more comfortable with the proliferation of writings for little things because we just don't have that high touch in person environment as much as we used to in some of these hybrid setups. Well, I think that's wonderful advice. And I think putting something in writing, you know, is critical right now. I remember a friend telling me one time, if it's not in writing, it doesn't exist. So it's always good to have it in writing. Another thing I'm seeing is that with the hybrid situation and a lot of people at home, one of the candidates I just placed a couple months ago, actually, but she was in a layoff mode, went back. She kept in touch with all the departments. She suggested to her manager, even though everybody was working from home, that twice a week they have a Zoom call and everybody gets on the Zoom call and they talk about what's going on. Don't you think things like that, I mean, for the cohesive aspect and to keep the team orientation fresh, don't you think those things are good measures as well, Vijay? Yeah, I think they're actually good in general. I mean, sometimes we get involved in our own specific widget building in the company that we don't really get a bigger sense of what's going on. So regardless of whether you're in a hybrid format back at the office of the shop or working from home, a check-in for a 30,000-foot view with whatever frequency makes sense, I think is a great idea. I mean, it's like the old parable of the stonecutters, right? The first stonecutter says he's earning his daily bread. The second one says he's just trying to fit a stone into that arch over there. And the third says, I'm building a cathedral. (laughs) I love it. That's great. That's great. Well, I think you you touched upon something else too, that that is kind of a part of this all that's fluidity. And I think that, you know, uh, I'm seeing a lot of people that, you know, have been through COVID and maybe COVID has made them stop in their tracks and, and reevaluate their career path. So consequently, that's causing people to come to me and say, you know, Marianne, I'm not sure I'm in the right job. I think maybe you know, COVID's made me stop in my tracks. I've taken some online classes. I think there's something else I want to do. So for these people that are currently working, you know, and they're at home and they're thinking about another job, I tell them to 
be very careful about, you know, using their employer's time to consider other career paths. I mean, how do you suggest they handle that? That's a very important concern, and I'm glad that you counsel clients about that because a lot of people sometimes forget in the day-to-day minutiae that uh, employees have a fiduciary duty to their employers. Now, that doesn't mean that you're some kind of slave to your company. What it does mean is that you just need to have some intentionality and some specificity to how you manage these boundaries on the outer bounds of your work and also transitions. So it is possible to do multiple things. It is possible to have a side hustle, to do contract work, to do an internship, to to pursue your education. Even in the fluidity of hybrid arrangements, fluid schedule, working from home, it's just managing these transitions during the day or even over the course of your career, just making sure you're clear. In some of those transitions and some of those boundaries, sometimes it is good to get on the phone with an employment lawyer and just get a few fences put up in the right way so there's no dispute later. So you don't have somebody coming back later saying, you stole my time, assets, intellectual property, or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. And when you say the word fiduciary, what does that mean exactly, fiduciary? What does that mean? That they have a legal responsibility to work so many hours for the employer? What does that mean? Right. A fiduciary duty is it's a duty of loyalty. That's duty of candor. You are in a position where you're trusted to carry out the mission. It is not an ordinary, hey, you know, go run with the ball. You are to take care of your employer's affairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking too, you know, and you know, employers have called me and said, you know, I've written this person up now. This is the third time, and we're not going to keep them on board. So we're going to be letting them go. So we need you to start the search again to alleviate, you know, an employer saying, you know, I called you at five o'clock or four thirty, and you know, yeah, I know five o'clock's ending time, but you didn't start today till ten. You told me you had an appointment. These situations, I mean, again, we talked about this earlier on. The communication part is important that the employer knows. But legally, from a legal standpoint, employers, if the person is documentedly, you know, they have the document, the the non-performance, I mean, the candidate is kind of liable. Is that correct? That they might, you know, be terminated. That's correct. And and there there are a lot of issues in that. And this is a recurring situation and uh, that's happening across our country. And people are calling me on both sides of this. And that is something to pay attention to. Again, Good prevention is key here because these are situations that kind of can run away from you if you're not careful. If you get into a habit of, okay, there can be dead time during the day, but then there are tasks at night, it's as if you've ratified or waived certain things in terms of the bounds of the working day. And on the other side, for employers, I would caution employers about being too free with scheduling because a lot of employees that you think are exempt are actually non-exempt. Department of Labor estimates that 70% of employers in the United States actually get this wrong under the Fair Labor Standards Act. Uh, so you could be incurring liability for overtime pay and all kinds of other issues that you may not have thought about just from doing phone calls and emails after hours. So that's something okay. to be careful about. Well, I think that's a really good point to bring up because I think that, you know, we do have a new work world now, you know, with people working from home and employers feeling like they can ask them different things in the evening because maybe they weren't doing the job during the day. But I think, again, you know, that the seeking of legal counsel in these areas is preventative maintenance also to know legally 
what your mandates are and what you can and can't do. So I think that's important. Another thing that, you know, I'm seeing, it relates to creativity. And I say that, uh, Vijay, because I do a lot in the pipeline service and oil-related areas. And during COVID, we had some layoffs. We had some challenges, as other industries did too. And so what I've been trying to do with candidates, especially with my workbook, Revolutionary Invention, is to help people think outside the box and help them understand how they can transfer their skill set into other areas. Now, as far as from your point of view, in terms of expectations and pay and all that, when somebody is thinking about transferring into another area, you know, I always counsel them, you know, sometimes you got to take a small step backward to take a giant step forward, but we want to be practical. We want to be, you know, honest and true. But from a legal standpoint, from what you're seeing, this is thinking outside the box. I mean, what are some words of wisdom here to keep people on the right path? I think you're sense of things is right, Marianne. People are starting to think outside the box and to think differently about what is it that we're doing at work and how do we want to do it and for how long and what terms and why. And this is a great time to start thinking as an employer and as an employee, what you want out of this relationship. And it's actually a time because of all the changes that have been made where people have come to me and they want to restructure certain things and pleasantly surprised at how you can restructure things. I've had senior executives come to me and actually delighted that being able to restructure things, become independent consultants, have more time on their hands, have more freedom, and can actually go and branch out into other areas of work, other sectors, and rejuvenate themselves in their careers. A lot of people may be used to think, okay, this is the way it is. This is the way it's going to be for years. But sometimes this disruption of this pandemic and the new way we're doing things has given some people some opportunities to restructure things for the better. You can talk to an employment lawyer and it's actually surprising what's possible that you can structure with an employee or an employer that makes things better. Well, I think that's that's a good point. And that brings up something else that's happened to me recently, and that is the resume. Some of these people that have been laid off in an area that maybe is not in high demand right now, I've seen them construct the resume in a way when I do my checks, it's maybe not 100% honest and true. And I've told them, this resume is your calling card. This resume has to you know, reflect your skill set. And yeah, you can be creative with it and make as much transitions here and related comments that, uh, that have to do with prospective new field of work. But at the end of the day, that resume has to be honest and true. You know, what words of wisdom can you give to people right now that, you know, are maybe struggling with finding a job and maybe they expand their resume a little bit too much? I mean, I've told them. If I see that, unfortunately, you know, I, I let them know that the danger of that, but also I'm real hesitant to represent someone like that. So what would you suggest in something like that? Well, that's a great point and not to sound paranoid, but you know, you'd be surprised how often people's resumes get trotted out in a lawsuit later about something else. And it's embarrassing because something that was puffed up is really just, uh, you know, it's put out there for everyone to see. But more to your point, I mean, yes, that is very important to, yes, well, you can sell yourself, but you got to be real. You got to be you. And that extends not just the resume, but to LinkedIn. I mean, the puffery that some people do on LinkedIn, I mean, people can see it and everybody can look it up. So. It is important, and you got to think beyond just the 
one shot, one game, one interaction with the one prospective employer because people talk, employers and employees talk, and things come back later. And if there's a dispute, all that comes out. So better just keep it clean and keep it open and keep it real. I agree. I agree. And I think the common denominator of all of this, in my opinion, is integrity. And uh, I mean, I've had candidates, Vijay, that have come to me and, and they didn't have exact experience, but, you know, they had internships related or they were volunteering in an area that had something related to this particular job. And I remember a very poignant example that I'll never forget. I had a candidate go on an interview and, you know, the client knew me for a long time and trusted me and took this candidate in that to interview that didn't have exact experience. And the applicant went in and said to the client, I don't have exact experience for this job, but let me tell you what I do have. Let me tell you what I have that relates to what you're looking for. And at the end of the interview, the client called me and she said, you know, I'm so impressed with this person, Marianne, because he just told me the truth. He told me exactly why he was here. You know, I see why you're so high on this person. And so I think, you know, integrity has always been of paramount importance. But I think right now, with people really looking at everything under a microscope, I think that's even more important. So I think, you know, when you're interviewing, don't you agree with this, Vijay? When they're interviewing, and maybe their experience isn't exact, but if they can present it in a way that's honest and true and show them the the correlation of what this company wants them to do and what their background relates to in the past, don't you think that's better than going in there and just puffing everything up? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. We live in an age of an overdose of fluff and authenticity, candor, and integrity are scarce, precious resources. Everybody wants those because they are rare and they stand you in good stead. They may not score you points with the superficial wins of, uh, okay, well, I got in the door for the first step of this or whatever, but in the long run, it's just so much better. However things go, good, bad, or ugly. Now, maybe as an attorney, I see things when they get ugly and bad (laughs) more often than not, but, you know, the same principles apply. Well, I do. And I think sometimes, you know, there's a, there's a variant here that maybe we need to look at very, very carefully and quickly. And that's the variant of fear. And, and there's a lot of fear out there and people are afraid. They have to put food on the table and they have to, you know, pay their bills and pay their rent and all this and that. I understand that. But at the end of the day, we have to believe in ourselves, work hard, want to make a contribution for the greater good. I think if they present themselves and handle themselves in that way, they'll never go wrong. Do you agree? Absolutely. Another thing, too, that, you know, we're hearing now is COVID and this new variant. And there's a lot of uh, new scenarios coming out, Vijay. And there's a lot of people that are having, you know, a lot of concerns about their safety and, uh, you know, what they should go to work and, you know, mandatory vaccinations and leaves of absence. I mean, I just saw something today about, a, you know, New York. I mean, New York is, you know, even for social situations, they're not going to let you in a restaurant. They're not going to let you in a concert. They're not going to let you go anywhere if you haven't had a vaccine. It's kind of concerning, but I mean, what do you think about this new variant coming out there? And do you think that's going to definitely have an effect in employment arena? I think it is. I think it already has. And I think there are more effects that are going to happen that we have yet to see. I am seeing companies laying off people for failure to vaccinate. There are complicated issues there. So talking about that, I mean, if you have specific religious objections to a vaccine or other matters, I strongly suggest you talk to an attorney because you may have certain rights that you need to protect. And 
again, communication is key. Communication armed with the proper knowledge of your rights. So you can talk to an employer upfront at the outset rather than after the fact when there's some kind of disagreement or dispute. It's always better upfront and in the, in, at the outset to understand things. Now, this uh, leaves of absence and whether to return to work is a huge issue right now. And a lot of courts are ruling in favor of employers who say, hey, you got to come back to work. And a lot of employees just don't feel safe and don't come back to work. So far under OSHA, it doesn't appear that there's a protection for an employee's fear about COVID. Now, that said, there may be other issues at play. There's a raft of new regulations that's come out in the fall of last year, about 600 pages of regulations from the Department of Labor, specifically the EPSLA, the FMLEA, modifications to the FMLA, FLSA, so having to do with leave, pay issues. You may have rights that you don't know yet because there are new rights. Right. <laughs> and you know, if you have to take care of a school-aged child or a special needs adult because you can't get uh, daycare or because the school is closed down, you may have certain rights to pay and leave in certain circumstances under the new laws. You may have rights to unpaid leave under other circumstances if your family member is sick with COVID. So while people have a lot of fears, I hope that people can be aware that there are certain rights that they have. There are certain ways that people can be flexible. And for employers, there are certain protections so that when an employer affords that employee certain flexibility, that they get certain credits on the back end for their taxes. So there are a lot of new rights, responsibilities, and safeguards for both employees and employers. It's just a lot of new stuff. And it's worth uh, talking to an attorney to navigate that if that's if those are issues. Well, Vijay, I cannot thank you enough because I think that you brought up things here that, that are so helpful and so important for both sides of the employment arena to know about, namely the employers and employees. You've you know given us a lot of things to think about that maybe could prevent something getting very difficult or at a very bad place. So I want to thank you so much today for for taking the time and visiting with us today on Career Can Do. And we've talked about so many wonderful things. And I think if we had to summarize and leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, my few words probably would be, you know, have integrity, do the right thing, be open, communicate with your boss. But I'm a recruiter and that's my thoughts or my mindset. What do you think you'd tell people just to have kind of a little maybe a summary of what we talked about. Oh, absolutely. I would echo and underline what you just said as the takeaways here. You know, a lot of these things can seem complex, but sometimes boil down to basic values. Like my mom always said, say what you mean and mean what you say. Like, I mean, that can go a long way. And I would probably just add to that in our new world that we're in and write it down. <laughs> write it down, right. All right. Well, again, we thank you so much for being on Career Can Do. If you'd like to contact Vijay, please contact the Gomez Law Firm at 713-980-9012. That's 713-980-9012. Or you can contact me at fairmouth.com for more information. Vijay, we appreciate so much having you on our show today. And uh, we hope to uh, continue to uh, have our listeners Follow our podcast on Career Can Do on all major platforms. And 
We at Career Can Do uh, make no guarantees about the strategies discussed on this show, but we do hope that you find this information useful and helpful and will share it with your friends. Please check us out for future episodes with experts, employers, and candidates on all of the major platforms. My name is Marianne Famow, and this is Career Can Do. Thank you, Vijay. Thank you.